Hey, Fat Faces. Thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to give you a brief content warning before we get started. Today, we'll be talking about family relationships, mental health, fat phobia, and diet culture. If these topics seem unsafe, maybe this is an episode you skip, or at least make sure you're in a safe space before listening to this episode. We love you. A lot. I'm Amanda. And I'm Erin. We've got fat faces. And we've got some feelings. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I forgot <laughs> the rest. <laughs> Oh, that could have been so good. Oh, I think it was still so good. Okay. okay. What makes it so good is that we don't pretend. (laughs) We're not faking this. We're not holding up lyrics in front of our face. We're not prepared. (laughs) We literally just burst into song. (laughs) That was just spontaneous living life improv. Right. And if it doesn't work out, well, say lovey, move along. So the next thing we're doing is we're writing a fat musical. (laughs) Because it's basically our lives. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great idea. <laughs> you just got that look. I love that idea. You're very excited. I am very excited. Well, I'm very excited to welcome you to this episode. Oh well. What number are we on, Amanda? Uh, well, oh my goodness. Let's 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 be more improv improvisational right now and pretend like we know what number this is. Fifteen? No, no, no. That that would not be the number of the episode. <laughs> So, I mean, this will be um, episode 16 when it releases. We will be a whole 16-year-old podcast, 16-year-old, 16-episode-old podcast when this comes out. I know. We should be, um, like, rebelling, drinking behind our parents, like, keeping, keeping, uh, what was that beer I used to drink when I was in high school? Zima? Zima, yeah. Keeping Zima in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. One time my brother like babysat me and I was like, I got some Zima in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) He was watching you. Yeah. And he's like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love your life. (laughs) That's amazing. So glad you're entertained by by my teenage antics. (laughs) I know my mom. When she listens to this podcast, she just loves hearing about how <laughs> treacherous and plotting I am. <laughs> there oh. was. I mean, was, was. Hashtag sorry, mom. Hashtag. Ha ha. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag Zima in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, 16. And 16, it turns out, is a magic number for us. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, it's going to be the last episode of this year of 2018. Yeah. And probably we'll call this season one. Season one. So we did a whole season um, and we've had so many amazing people stick with us through this whole season. And so, um, yeah, we're a little bit sad to kind of 
not talk to you for the next couple of weeks, but um, we promise we're coming back better than ever mm-hmm. for January 2019. Yep. Um, yeah. So we're excited. It's bittersweet. Yeah. We're, we have a lot. A lot of plans going on over the next uh, couple, like, months, November and December. And, you know, so we figured it would be best to kind of, like, take this time to create some new content for our lovely fat faces out there. Um, And also to um, enjoy this holiday season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're both going to be separately taking trips back to Arkansas. Because that's what we like to do. Because that's what we do. So, um, I will be going, um, well, actually I'll be in Arkansas while you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I am in Arkansas, uh, for (laughs) the Thanksgiving, uh, season and I will be in, um, the South Arkansas and or Oklahoma for the Christmas season. Yeah. So we're holding it up for the holidays. We are. That means we never get to spend a holiday together. It's very true. This is actually a very sad part of our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we get Halloween. We do get Halloween. Though we didn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, while Erin's away, I'm going to go, like, check up on her cat. Yeah. And make sure that Ned hasn't eaten everything in the house. So, I mean, that's kind of like spending the holidays with Erin. I mean, Ned will cuddle me. Yeah. And uh, talk to me. Oh, he will. Uh, yeah, for however, whatever I want to talk about, Ned's there. So, I mean, there yeah. are some similarities. It'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if Ned even still loves us when we come back. Um, Ned will love only me. He will love only you. Only That's me. probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we will love only you, listeners, through the holidays, <laughs> even though you won't hear our voices as much. We'll still be around and we'll be thinking about you and... You'll see us on the Instagram. You'll see us all over that Instagram. We'll be giving you so much love. I'll probably do a takeover while Amanda's in Arkansas again. You know my infamous, terrible takeovers <laughs> of Instagram. <laughs> oh. I'll be doing every, all the other takeovers yeah. until then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll send some sneak peeks as we get together. Yeah. Um, I know Erin and I are notoriously like really bad at like actually taking selfies every time we get together. Like I feel, I feel like we it's think true. about it afterwards and we're like, Oh yeah, we should maybe taking a picture. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Oh, well say lovey, love say us through it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, because this is kind of a, not a wrap up episode, but just a special episode that we're releasing Um, Right before the U.S. holiday of Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to talk about the holidays and all that all that the holidays bring uh, when you are a person living in a larger body, Mm -hmm. Um, whether they bring um, feelings of joy and warmth and happiness Um, often they also bring feelings of shame and isolation and anger and all of those things. Um, so yeah, we want to talk through that today and, and hopefully give you, I don't want to say some tools, but just some encouragement to, to get through the holiday season in a way that is healthy for you in a way that you can feel good about. 
um, if you are a person like us living in a larger body. Mm-hmm. Fat. If you're fat. <laughs> if you're just a big old fatty like us. Yeah. Listen we to love what, you. Uh, we do love you. Yeah. 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 Well, the first thing we did, as is our tradition, <laughs> is we went to Google. Yes. 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 Google so. is like our our version of church i I guess so yeah it's our it's our it's our bible we go to it every time we need to seek information and wisdom so much wisdom so i just put in literally this is what i put into google fat during the holidays how did that work out for you so okay 20 tips to avoid weight gain during the holidays How to minimize fat gain during the holidays. Mm. How to avoid holiday weight gain. Mm-hmm. How to not, all caps, gain weight during the holidays. Boo. Guide to burning fat during the holidays. Mm. 18 tips on how you finally won't get fat during the holiday feasts. Oh. Avoid holiday weight gain. Holiday eating tips guaranteed to avoid weight gain. But I want to say there is one. Mm? On our good old WebMD. Oh. On just on the front page of Google, you know mm-hmm. how you get that one front page of all the results? Right. WebMD says holiday weight gain is a big fat lie. Ooh. So WebMD out there holding it up. Yeah. Good job, WebMD. Holla to WebMD. Holla, um, Anyways, I'm sure that comes as no surprise to anyone. Uh, you know, as I read out all of those, because that's all we see during this time, yeah. right? Yeah. We see uh, in the line at the grocery store, all the fronts of the magazines, you know, are all about, you know, how to 21 tips to eat right on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Basically, eat ice. Eat, <laughs> eat you know, ice. <laughs> sit by the dog and quietly feed your food to it like that's what i just imagine that shit says right because i don't read it yeah i can't read it it's so stupid but it is everywhere it's prevalent because it's all over the place where else do you see it oh gosh i i think a lot about like um especially when we get into like new year's like all of a sudden like if you listen which i don't know who listens to the radio but occasionally sometimes if my (laughs) bluetooth isn't working or my phone's dead i listen to the radio and um there's these commercials that will come on that are like you know all the um, plastic surgeons in town are they're willing to suck the fat out of you for a nominal fee yeah Yeah. that's what i that's what i think about especially new year's like after the you know put on get, get that holiday weight sucked out yeah New year, new you. Yeah, there it is. New year, new you. Yep. Yep. And all of the, yeah, like, oh, I'm being so bad, but, Mm -hmm. you know, January 1st, I'll be back to being good again. Can't wait to do Whole30 in January. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot. I know. And we're preaching to the choir. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We'll stop traumatizing everybody now. Yeah. Well, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Mm. Do we ever stop doing that, really? Mm. Join us. Join us in being traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Amanda, you found something interesting. I did. Through the internet. I did. I I can't remember what it exactly is I typed in. I think I typed in... um, diet culture 
um, during the holidays. Like I typed in something like that and it came up with like, you know, some random articles. And then I stumbled across, I like a list. I don't know about anybody else, but I love a list. Like I personally, like in my own writing style, like to like, kind of like do fat paragraphs and like put a bunch of feelings out there. But when I'm like looking for something, um, just to like, kind of like provide uh, some points and I don't necessarily want to read all the fine print. I'm like, ah, list. Yes. So I found a, a, a quality list here. Beautiful. What made me feel confident about it is because there was a, um, there was this like big, like kind of meme at the front of it that says food doesn't make you feel bad. Your thoughts and beliefs about food make you feel bad. Ooh, I know. Right. Okay. I'm going to have you say that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> food doesn't make you feel bad. Your thoughts and beliefs about food make you feel bad. Shoot. I know. I kind of NPR'd that second one. I love that. Yeah. I got kind of whispery on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I got know. the tickles. Ooh. I like that. I'm glad I give you the tickles. Food doesn't make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts and beliefs about food make you feel bad. Mm. For the third time, people. Girl. So that made me kind of like go, I don't know who wrote this article. Well, we found her name. Yeah. Who is this? Sarah Upson genius she wrote it in 2017 on november 15th so she was obviously like in the thoughts and the feels about all of this is that a website called my signature nutrition nutrition education and counseling so so you know if i heard that name immediately i'd be like yeah probably not right i'm digging that yeah i'm gonna we'll give this article a chance or at least we're gonna like break it down as we do we're just gonna we're gonna be like we're gonna accept the things that you know seem healthy and good and you know healthy in like the mental health way i always say healthy and i always mean mental health (laughs) and then uh and then you know we'll critique the things that make us want to throat punch people yeah but yeah but that's where we found it just for all clarity lovingly yes yes lovingly lovingly throat punch that That just means harder A little, uh, just a little th- throat thump, if you will. I'm feeling real sassy today. You are. I just I, gotta say, it's good. No, it's the. This is what we need for our um, the finished out season one. We have to have <laughs> so much sass. It's the Arkansas. It's doing it. Is it? I'm because, already feeling because it. you're going to the Arkansas. Well, Amanda, I'm in Arkansas right now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the magic of podcasting <laughs> in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna giggle now for another 30 minutes straight throughout this episode so yeah i think when Erin and i were talking about doing an episode um for closing out for season one and doing like this you know kind of mini episode you know special release for the holidays um we were you know thinking like well what exactly do we want to kind of like leave everybody with and when you think about the holidays, you think about, I mean, I don't know, we do all the things that we just already talked about. And so, you know, we were, we're, when I'm doing the, we're doing the Googling and when I get on there and I pull up this article, you know, we start reading through it. So I think we're just going to kind of like break it down point by point. Cause there's like, let's see here, four points. So I think we can handle that. Yeah. In our mini episode. Yeah. So one of the first points that this author makes is declare it, and she means like your dinner table, um, declare it diet talk free by making it mindful and then let others know. 
declare the dinner table diet talk free. Yeah. So I'm assuming when I hear that, I think this is happening in your home, right? I mean, I, I don't. I mean, not to say that you couldn't go to somebody's house. Like if I went to, which I wouldn't have to do this at Erin's house, but if I went to Erin's house and I was like, hey, Erin, like, you know, I'm, you know, what can we like make this this arrangement here diet talk free like you know Erin's my friend I feel comfortable I feel like I could say that to her and she would be like oh my gosh yes because really it would be that moment of like why didn't I think of that absolutely we're gonna do that you know Mm -hmm. um so that's that's you know that feels safe because it's but in my but you know when I hear that I think it's got to be coming from like the perspective of doing it in your own home like, if it's your home, you would, I hope, we hope that you feel like you're able to kind of like, I don't want to say control, but control <laughs> the the environment a little bit and, and respectfully ask your guests who might be your family, friends, whoever, who come in and say, hey, this is a no diet talk, no diet, diet talk free zone. Yeah. I mean, what do you think when you hear that? Yeah. Um, I love the idea of that, mm-hmm. putting in a putting it into action gives me anxiety because um i think you're right if it's my home um i would feel a whole lot more empowered to do that and say that because number one i'm also choosing who i'm letting into my home Mm -hmm. you know so hopefully i'm choosing people that are safe that are coming into my home but i know that not everyone has that um, option, you know, you may, you may be the person that has to host holidays at your home and it, and it may be with people who are friends and family and loved ones that are not necessarily safe when it comes to diet talk and things like that. So I recognize this, this is already, um, a beautiful idea in action could, um, could not necessarily be a safe, safe thing to do. So I wonder like, um, yeah, what's, what's something in line with that? Like what's something that is inspired by that, but that may be different that you could do. Like if you are either, you don't feel safe saying it in your home or you don't feel safe going to somebody else's house and saying, I declare this a (laughs) diet free dinner, you know, what, what are what's something else that we could do yeah and i think that, that feels safer so the next point that they they that is on this list um is no fat talk okay and so basically what they mean by fat talk is um let's see here it says again we can't control what others say but you can be aware of what you say and how you respond to others comments um this is particularly important with fat talk And so they say, like, the points are, um, like, when people say, like, you look great, have you lost weight? Mm. I wish I could wear that, but my stomach is so big. Um, I'd wear such, I'd wear such cute clothes if I had your body. Oh, God. Anyway, sorry. Um, Then I'm so fat, and then I hate my blank. So these are the things that we can typically hear around the table. So they're saying that basically it's like fat, uh, no fat talk is... Um, no body talk. Gotcha. So, um, which I think, yeah. sorry, go ahead. I think that's a great idea too. I think, um, yeah, that, that may be an, an easier way 
to kind of subvert subvert the diet talk, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're one on one and someone, if someone came up to me and said, "Oh my God, have you lost weight?" Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of ways I could respond to that. Number one, no, I haven't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. And depending on who the person is, I might say that's kind of a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or why why would you say that to me mm-hmm. um and if someone came up to me and said something like dismissive about their own body um maybe i would try to like bring the conversation to something different if they were like oh i just feel so fat in this dress mm-hmm. and i'd maybe say something like gosh, you, you know, you have had such an amazing year and I, I've seen all your great accomplishments at work this year. You have just been doing so well and it mm-hmm. seems like you're really excelling, you know, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's hard. Like, I think that's what this kind of like brings up is that this is complicated. Yeah. Like, how do you approach it? It depends on the person. It depends on the person that is reacting to the diet talk, to the um, fat shaming whatever um you know i i think about how we've talked about this in the past how we both utilize humor and even in like a situation like that um you know where like someone's coming up and they're like oh i I feel so fat like the thing that popped in my head is like if someone said that to me i'd want to feel like i could say like kind of look at them and go silly fat's not a feeling you know and then kind of like you know kind of like you know make it into like a you silly goose you know like not patronizing but in a like funny kind of chummy way um but that's like again like using humor and i i think that kind of subverts the vulnerability you know and i think well that's what we that's what humor is for is like a defense mechanism that doesn't that isn't offensive to the person that you're talking to and i think that's what i struggle with the most is that um, realizing that I grew up being a comedian because um, it was a good way to be to, to guard myself to keep attention you know away or negative attention away um, and at the same time I mean and it's a good it's a good tool to diffuse uncomfortable situation and I'm not trying to say that like necessarily that's a bad thing you know it's like if that's your tool like that's my tool like I say let it rip use it you know because i mean like if especially if you don't feel like you can be vulnerable with somebody because truly like that's what this boils down to right like you have if you're in a conversation with somebody that you love that you feel safe with and let's just say like they you know they're they're on this they're on the spectrum of most humans that don't think about diet culture you know in a critical way they're just kind of they're living in it so they make some comment about your body or their body and if it's somebody that you trust and even if you don't agree on everything you could at least say like hey you know like that kind of makes me feel uncomfortable um could we like could we not just talk like have any body talk and that person you know that one person would be like oh yeah you know i'm sorry and then it would like you could move along right but truly when like in those moments when it's like uncle joe bob who comes up and he makes some lewd comment about your body or about his his wife's body which oh my god that's what uh, anyways that's another soapbox i can't get on that but yeah yeah but like so when somebody comes up and you don't feel comfortable with them like that's not the time necessarily to be like hey uncle joe bob 
you dickhead. <laughs> that, what you said hurt, you know, makes me feel like uncomfortable. Like, would you not say that when you know Uncle Joe Bob's going to like just just make you feel like you're a tiny little ant human? Mm. You know, he's going to like he's going to not take it seriously. He's not going to respect your feelings, you know. So like in that moment, you know, like kind of like, I don't know, like that would be somebody that I know I would be like, ha, 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 I'm going over here now because you're not safe. Bye. Yeah. Not saying any of those things, obviously, but just like laughter and like, oh, Uncle Joe Bob, and then walk away. So. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a, it, it's, um, it's knowing who is that, who are those safe people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're at a, you're at a really good place where you can call Uncle Joe Bob out and be okay with sitting in that yeah vulnerability absolutely um, and kudos to you for sure like that's amazing mm-hmm. please write us and tell us that story <laughs> yes please we want to hear about that oh um, my gosh yes please uh, <laughs> um but that uh, you know again that is that is when you when you know yourself really well and you know um how to keep yourself safe so yeah. I think it's interesting. So, like, in that same vein, um, this article, it's point number three, which I'm realizing as we're kind of, like, really reading through this and critically talking about it, it's kind of building on itself, which I like. So, the point number three is compassion. So, it sucks. It says, like, basically, when someone is around you rationalizing their eating um, slash fat talking about themselves or someone else, what it really says is that they don't feel good. So, which, you know, I think we've talked about this before when we, talked, when we did yeah. an episode on, like, fat is not a feeling. It's like, what really is the feeling? So, fat's not a feeling. So, what is the person really feeling? Um, you know, which that's, like, some kind of, like, um, you're having to do some, like, emotional, like, kind of jujitsu there, right? For sure. Like, someone says something negative and potentially, like, triggering for you. And you're, like, taking it flipping it on its head and then like giving it back to them and being like oh um well it's, it's something going on like have you how's work going how's the how are the kids how's the marriage how's you know your plant is it dead like i mean you know whatever yeah. it could be um so it's yeah it's like that's some like emotional jujitsu but that's an interesting reminder though what do you think about that yeah? i love that i like I wish that I could respond to people with that kind of compassion every day. I wish that that were my default, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, But being a human, um, it's not my default. I think, I think I can work towards doing that more and more. Um, But I'm kind of, I'm imagining myself, um, you know, at the dinner table with family already myself not feeling great Mm -hmm. either if something's already happened or whatever um but then being able to kind of put that aside in myself enough to pay attention to it in everyone else Mm -hmm. you know that's like you said for sure that is a um, a skill yeah (laughs) um which i would love to work towards i and i hope that i can practice it for sure during thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um you know I think um, it's it's something that I could see myself starting to feel shame around 
around mm. not giving people enough compassion and so I also want to be careful with it yeah no I'm really glad that you said that because that's exactly right and that's what I think the the balance is with all this because you know and I know we're going to get into this more in our next point but um we'll just let's just go to the next point let's just let's not skip ahead yeah come on all right so this brings us into like their, their their fourth point which is be prepared so which I mean this whole article I think is about being prepared yeah. Um, so basically it says like, you can't control what others say, but here's some ideas <laughs> <laughs> on how to control how what to others control. say. Yeah. To control. <laughs> um, so it says like plan ahead with conversation topics, build in diversions, which is like games, um, hide surprises at the table. <laughs> My God. Um, I mean, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like Oprah style, right? Everyone look under your chair. <laughs> you all have a new car. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. Not as long you, as Uncle- you stop talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, not you, Uncle Joe Bob. You don't get a car. Fuck you, Uncle <laughs> Joe Bob. Uh, unless somebody has a nice Uncle Joe Bob. Oh. Then we're sorry, Uncle Joe Hashtag Bob. Hashtag sorry, Uncle Joe Bob. <laughs> um, so then at another point, it's change the conversation. And then talk back. So which is like talk their talk back points are like um, when someone says, you look great. Have you lost weight? Say, does it matter? I'm just happy. Like, so like given some like, yeah, some yes. back points. Snaps um, for that. You know, like one of their one is, is like, I hate my body. I'm so fat. When their talk back points is, I wonder what you're really feeling. Which is kind of like that compassion jujitsu yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. But what really, really struck me and Erin when we were reading through this article is that it, there's a lot of emotional labor placed on the person who is, um, I would say, the yeah, well, the fat person, but I was also going to say the, the victim in this. Yeah. You know, we're the ones that are, you know, being <laughs> plagued with diet culture talk all the time. And our families, because, you know, this is how emotions and trauma works. Our families are a particularly potent brand of trauma for all of us when we're yeah. around them. And so then they're, so when they start using this um, dialogue that is very damaging to us, it's like amplified. Yeah. And so to put, I mean, so yeah, there's part of me that's like practically... This kind of thinking, it reminds me a lot of, um, it's, it's addict behavior kind of stuff. Um, cause I mean, I work with people who are in recovery and you know, they're all in NAA, something like that. Um, it's very structured, you know, like, so when you're dealing with like, okay, so you're going to go, you know, back home. Like, so who's your support system? Who are you going to call? Where are you going to stay away from? And it's like, and you know, in that, in that kind of, you kind of have to do that when you're talking about somebody's recovery, because like, if they go into a, um, unhealthy environment, you know, all it could take is being around the wrong person, the wrong time, the wrong substance and boom, a relapse, um, which a relapse can be a moment and it can be a year. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, these conversations are conversations that we have, you know, frequently where I work. So there's part, but you know, it, it does require, you put all, you're putting a lot on one person, like, cause it's their job. I mean, yeah, there's support. Like, so part of like their job is to reach out and ask for support from their community. Who are your safe people? Um, but this is where I feel like, 
and maybe I'm completely wrong. I'm not somebody who has a substance abuse addiction, but I work with people who do. And I feel like we as a culture understand if somebody is like, hey, I'm an alcoholic, you know, could you not have wine or beer or whatever at your house while I'm there? You know, I feel like most people would be like, oh, yeah, of course. Of right. course we wouldn't do that. I mean, right. You know. But if I were to walk up to somebody and say, hey, I'm a fat person who gets, you know, you know, it's not healthy or good for me to hear diet talk or to hear people ask about my body or talk about my body or talk about their bodies. Um, so could we not do that? I feel like people would just think that, you know, oh, well, like, that's uncomfortable because, you know, you're fat. So it feels like you're just in denial. Yeah. Right? You're being selfish. Yeah, you're being selfish. You're trying. Yeah, it's like there's, there's, I just, I don't know. Like, and maybe that's, there's a little bit of ignorance in that. Like, I don't know exactly, but it feels like that's kind of how it would go. No, I definitely, that's why, you know, when we started this article, I was like, I'm feeling anxious. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's not, um, and, and, Let's be real, too. Like, it's definitely different from um, recovering from an addiction in many ways. But you're right. Like, um, there is an accepted piece of that because um, it's a little more outward and it's a little more people see it as less of a choice. Mm -hmm. Right. Because addiction is talked about in so many ways as a disease. Mm-hmm. And so then people think, well, well, you're not making a choice then. And so, yes, of course we'll help you and, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. And um, being in a larger body is seen as, well, you don't have to be this way. Yeah. You can change yourself. Mm-hmm. So why should I, you know, why should I be uncomfortable for one meal by not getting to talk about my diet just mm. because you won't change yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, that's where it's at. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, definitely when we, when we were like kind of looking at this article, we were kind of like, hmm, interesting, but also like you said, lots of anxiety about it. Um, because there, I, 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 I do seriously like have an issue with all this emotional labor getting put on us essentially yeah you know that like this our job you know and, and there's part of me that's like okay yeah like it's my job and at the same time fuck that <laughs> like because i feel like because it's so vulnerable you know like because it taps into something so real and painful for all of us that are on this journey um when you're in the moment and somebody's saying oh, well, you've let yourself go or man, I've let myself go or whatever you, it just, it hits into something that is so just like primal, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you can feel like yourself get hot. You can get those tingles on the back of your head, like, you know, a full on like bodily traumatic response to just somebody saying something like that. Um, And so, like, part of me just wants, I don't know, part of me, I feel like what I want the message to be is, like, yeah, here's, there is some helpful information out there. Mm -hmm. If you're in a place where you feel like you can actually put some of this, you know, into action, 
and that it would, you know, especially if you're having Thanksgiving in your home, I say go at it. You know, like you can do and put, I'd put up signs, put, you know, I'd do all kinds of stuff just to like remind people like this, this is what's acceptable, you know, and I think that's okay. It's your home. But like for the rest of us who are in Uncle Joe Bob's home, bad Uncle Joe Bob, not good Uncle Joe Bob, um, you know, we, (laughs) I think we just, we have to just know that it's going to be potentially going to be a shit show and that. You know, the best thing we can do is just, I, I don't know, I think maybe, I mean, one of the best things we can do is just know going into it, this is going to be hard. Somebody probably will say something. Um, you know, if I'm feeling good, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to say as a prepared statement or whatever. And if I'm not feeling it, <laughs> I'm just going to eat some fucking cake and not talk to that person. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, you don't have to participate in this um, emotional labor of like either kind of like, it's kind of like activism a little bit. Yeah. You don't have to participate in this activism. You don't have to participate in like teaching your family, educating your family. Like it's not your job to do that. Yeah. Can we rewind for a second and talk yeah. about what emotional labor is? Oh yeah, absolutely. For a second. Cause I didn't, I don't know if we've talked about emotional labor before on the podcast, oh, okay. um, but um so kind of a broad definition of emotional labor is when uh, the marginalized group, which is usually the smaller group of a bigger group, um, has to do extra work to regulate their own feelings and the feelings of the predominant group. Mm-hmm. That's a very broad definition. So that means um, whoever has... The least amount of power in a room is going to be doing the most amount of emotional labor in order to not inconvenience the person in power. Mm -hmm. So that can happen in a one-on-one relationship. It happens on a daily basis um, with race relations. Mm -hmm. You know, people of color are doing all of the emotional labor uh, that, that uh, on behalf of white people. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, it happens in all different ways. So in this instance, what we're talking about is, you know, as the fat person, um, you're taking on so much emotional labor by doing all of this, you know, pre-work mm-hmm. <laughs> just to feel safe and okay at a dinner. Whereas the other folks um, who are either not fat or, you know, not body positive mm-hmm. um, are not doing any emotional labor. And you're doing the emotional labor so that they'll feel okay also. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just to kind of break that down a little bit in case anyone was curious what emotional labor means or how that works. No, I love that you defined it because you're so right. I don't think we've ever defined it on the show. And um, I think that that adds to the the knowledge I mean, especially if like, if you're somebody that like, you're like, you're me and and Aaron, like you're just getting into this stuff and you've gone through holidays and you're like, oh, why do I feel like a train wreck? Like, why do I feel like I got hit by a car? Yeah. Like, why am I so tired? Um, What Aaron just explained is why. That's exactly why. That's why you're so damn tired. It's because you just had to do all this emotional preparation, not only for yourself, but for other people. And, um, it's exhausting. The biggest point maybe that we wanted to make is that 
you have permission to not do more emotional labor than you want to do. Mm-hmm. You, right. if you don't feel like preparing alternate topics for conversation at the table, don't fucking do it. Mm-mm. It, it's it is not your responsibility. Um, you absolutely, if you want to take that on, um, more power to you and we stand behind you and we support you. But if you do not have the energy, um, if you don't have the spoons, if you don't have what you need to be safe to do that emotional labor, don't do it. Mm. You know, do what you need to do to, um, I guess, get through your your obligations for the holidays yeah. if it's if it's something that's very unsafe and then use your energy you know preparing um self-care for yourself yeah you know maybe that looks like you go to grandma's house for thanksgiving but then thanksgiving evening you've got you know a couch burrito and okay, a couch burrito, I mean, is a huge blanket, but also maybe a burrito on the couch. I don't know. Whatever that means to you, you know, and you've got a movie that you love and that makes you feel good and, mm-hmm. you know, a nice candle you can light, something like care for yourself in the way that it makes sense. You have permission to do or not do as much as you want That's or right. as much as you can. Mm hmm. Yeah. You have permission to give a sassy response. Yeah. <laughs> to not respond at all. To take a piece of cake and shove it in your mouth and walk away. I was <laughs> going to say shove it in somebody's face, but I was like, don't waste cake. Yeah. Why would you waste good I cake? I know. I corrected myself beforehand. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, do you. Yeah. And it's okay. If you want suggestions for like things you can do, obviously we, there's some, you know, we talked about it a little bit of that on this episode, but, and you can go on the Googler and you're going to find suggestions, but I think it is super important to just say you don't have to do any of it. Yeah. You know? And it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, save your entire family on behalf of the fat community. You know, you don't have yeah. to evangelize them on behalf of the fat community. Yeah. We are in the fat community and we love you. And we're saying you don't have to do that if you can't. So, yeah. The main thing we want is to have you back mm-hmm. in January, ready to listen to some um, really good new episodes and some fun, exciting things that we're that we've gotten the works that we can't wait to share with you. And of course, all the feels, all the feels, you know, just store them up, (laughs) right? That's healthy. Just hold them all in. Uh And then we're back in January. Just like fireworks. Yes. Just so (laughs) many feels. Yeah. Um, So Erin. Yeah. Would you like to talk about, Who's inspiring us? I would love to talk about who's inspiring us. This is kind of, it's a little bit of a broad general thing, but I hope it's something that will inspire you too. So hopefully this is something that could actually even be useful for you. Um, So part of um, something that we've been doing at my work 
is we've started to do a native land acknowledgement before any meetings or gatherings that we have. And it's also something that when Amanda and I went to the Call Your Girlfriend recording, they also did a native land acknowledgement. And so what that is, is an acknowledgement of the traditional and original territory that you are currently occupying and holding meetings and gatherings on. Um, and just a nod to the past and present ancestors. And so um, that is something that has been really inspiring to us as we start thinking about, you know, writing the injustices of the world. That is definitely a huge one. And as we go into this holiday, Thanksgiving, um, which for me is wrought with a lot of... um, (laughs) both ambiguity, but also, um, knowledge that we didn't come by this land in an honest or good way. No. Um, and so it is very, it's, it's hard to feel celebratory mm-hmm. in a sense when you think of, of that, you know, as you know, that whole nice story that they tell about, you know, the pilgrims and Indians sitting down, to eat a meal, you know, just is dripping with bullshit in Mm. my mind. And so I encourage you to look into that and think about doing a native land acknowledgement. Maybe that's something that you could do at your dinner table. Um, that, you know, is definitely undeniable. Someone can deny to your face the importance of, of fat liberation, but they cannot deny (laughs) history. And so a resource that we want to give to you is this website that that I've used quite a bit. It's called native-land.ca. And I will also link it in the notes. And so what it is, is it's basically this incredible map that shows you, you can zoom in, you can actually like put in your address, zoom in and see what the what territory you are on. Um, and it can also show you, uh, the languages that were spoken there and the treaties, um, that happened there. And you can, you can go pretty deep into some of the history of, you know, whose original land it was and why they left and how they left and that type of thing. Um, so yeah, that's just been inspiring to us. And we really encourage you just, even if you just look at it yourself and think about it yourself, think about there is a deep and rich history just on the ground that you walk on Mm. um and can you know consider that and um maybe there will be something really good there for you too you know maybe maybe you end up finding something else that is really inspiring to you but we have found a lot of joy in just the practice of that constant acknowledgement that is really inspiring yeah. And so true. And it actually, I don't know, for especially like, I feel like the more that we, um, the more that people wake up to the injustices of the world and to the um, whitewashing of our history, it does make our holidays more complicated, more difficult to feel celebratory about. But we can, you know, we can celebrate things appropriately. You know, celebrate the people who deserve to be celebrated, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. 
it's gonna be weird not talking to y'all for a little <laughs> bit but i promise i will keep staring at erin's fat face and she'll keep staring at mine and oh yeah we'll keep cuddling and i'm about to get jumped up by a cat possibly anyways <laughs> i'll cuddle with you too kitty cat um yeah and we'll keep having the feels and keep talking about it and we can't wait to come back to you in january season two baby whoop 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 love you fat faces so so much <laughs>